Get ready for adventures on the high seas of Galarian. This is the Called Shot Podcast. <laughs> Now ready for an infamy check from Thane. We're going to do the math. So you said he got an extra two. Yes. So he gets a plus two because I love the RP that you had going on. You get a plus eight because you used a hero point. And How many what is that, Matt? Guidance. That's ten. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I have yet to roll double digits on an infamy check. Right. We I, need let's that. Let's see what happens. We, we super that. believe in you, Captain. Um, <laughs> I heard I heard Zugray cast guidance. guidance. Oh, could that work? Absolutely. Then hell yeah, I do. Yeah, that's so, why I've had everybody, well, the whole crew is there watching. In that case, Sebastian's gonna cast Eagle Splendor on him. Beautiful. I love it. It's a plus four to charisma. All of the bonuses. That's two more. Well one. Oh, do you already have a charisma increasing item? Yeah. Yeah. So Still. the total bonus is Eight plus two plus one. Kids can run around at knee height where everyone squared, is going, wow, they're so awesome. By five. Just behind <laughs> people so that they can just, you know, subliminate. Okay. One subliminate plus two plus one there, plus yeah. two. <laughs> Give me a bluff check. A bluff Kitnick. check? Yes. Uh-oh. Am I being assisted or is that the plus two? That's what we're going to find out here. Fifteen? Fifteen. So you can add another two on that from an assist from Kitnick. All right. So the grand total will be... <laughs> What did you roll? It looks cocked. No. Does that look cocked? As much as I wish I could say yes. <laughs> it wasn't a one. As much as I wish I could say yes. Can I Our- blow a hero point <laughs> to let him re-roll? Hell yes. Done. You don't need to roll a two? I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Hey, there it is. <laughs> All right, so re-roll this, and please roll higher. I would love to. <gasps> The same two. <laughs> Just okay. That die is going over in the corner. It normally does pretty good. Uh, we're making it's, a little dunce it's, cap. It's <laughs> shy. It doesn't like all the attention and the bluffs and the, the infamy. Uh-huh. It's not an infamous um, die. It so is infamous now. All right. So um, twenty-eight. Is anybody else blowing a hero point? Dice shaming. You got a, a total of what? Yes. Oh, I love make it count, that's buddy. That's a beautiful sound. If you get another two. <laughs> So that's two twos in a row. If you get a third two. Would you like a different die? Better than two. Nope. Better than okay. two. <laughs> that was tortilla. Ah, five. Oh, my God. <laughs> More than twice the other two rolls. <laughs> More than the other two rolls combined. However, that is a 31. All right. Okay. Oh, anybody Three else? hero points to get a 31. <laughs> Holy cow. Three hero points and eight another, a spell. No, no, no. Three spells. Three spells, yeah. <laughs> wow. Fane. Yes. I approve your to your uh, of your scourge-like performance. <laughs> I am wearing this coat. Them's fighting words. Uh, it's actually cursed. You just didn't realize. We need like a monthly scourge award. Like, mm. you know. Like they have, like, you know <laughs> oh, no. Pirate of the month. Two, have two, and a five. Definitely, uh, actually, there's an idea. In that. Whoever gets voted <laughs> voted the scourge of the month gets a hero point in compensation <laughs> if they're not at max. <laughs> rolling so poorly. <laughs> We're rolling so poorly. Oh. On the main match, we've got a sign that says, Blank days since the last fuck up, <laughs> <laughs> and it's always zero days. Zero. Basically, yeah. Uh, yeah. but the beautiful news is you get two more points to your infamy. Yay! Ooh. That All also right. gives you two points to your disrepute. Ooh. What is your total infamy at this point? 
Now it's six. 20. Oh, I don't Wrong. Know. Okay. <laughs> Valley said now it's six. Six. Six points of infamy. You should also have six points of disrepute. I can math. Because they are the same number. We have to hit a certain level in order to hit the di- to use the disrepute, though, right? I believe so. Yeah. I believe it's ten. Ten, okay. I think is what you said. Yep. yep. So, very nice. You guys are gaining infamy. Two points. So, you've spent the day doing infamy checks. Sebastian went and invaded the embassy with Kitnik and Zugre and Ark got into a ton of trouble with Paulus. So, so I kind of imagine how that infamy check went was kind of like when you have somebody goes up and goes, all right, who's ready to go today? Yay. <laughs> that wasn't good enough. <laughs> so you're saying who's it's ready like a, to go today? <laughs> it's like a high school assembly. <laughs> yes. Uh, luckily, there are uh, enough bonuses all around that his performance was still just utterly fantastic. 31's pretty good. <laughs> it is a pretty good roll. So the night is over. Everything is beginning to wind down for the night. The crowd is beginning to disperse after several slaps on the back for each member of the crew as everyone appreciates what you did for them with the Dragon Owl fight. What are you doing now? So I got patted on the head. So what, uh, at what point in the <laughs> afternoon, evening is it? It is late. Okay, late, so late, late, late. I'm going to the ship. Barring any other crises, I think Sebastian is going to head for the ship. Sounds good. Yep. I need my hat. <laughs> Head to the ship. And so you all retire to the ship, taking care of your normal shipley duties. I'm sure Fane's doing some crafting as well as maybe Zugre doing some stuff. Yes. Yes. Sebastian yeah. is going to continue working on the tattoo he had started a few episodes ago. What is your plan for the next day? You all wake up. It's bright and early in the morning. Owlbear's on the prowl. He gets pelted with a can in the side of the head from Zugre or somebody throwing something at him for waking them up early yet again. I kind of picture he's perched on Ark's little crate throne, <laughs> calling behind him. I wonder if the dinosaur is calling with him. Oh, Lord. No, no. The uh, dinosaur is sleeping snugly next to Zugre. Gotcha. They have become Aww. deep, deep friends. And a snack if he gets really hungry. <laughs> Possibly. Emergency rations. I can't eat an entire dinosaur. <laughs> That's not what we meant. I, <laughs> I actually doubt that. Giving enough salt. I'm giving him the thumbs up. So what are you guys doing for the day? It is a bright new day. Hey, Captain. Bright new sunny day. Yeah. Fane's staying on the ship. Yes. <laughs> and Kit's going up to talk to him. So when are we going to set sail? Just out of curiosity. It's planning on today. Okay. Well, we'll probably want to make sure we got stuff ready then so i'll go check the rigging and make sure the rest of the, the crew is accounted for okay um sebastian at this point is probably handing since it's been the quartermaster's thing it's probably handed out the morning rations or had someone to do it uh captain i have a suggestion this is what about to leave this place for a while what's that <laughs> well i have this lovely document you took the time to prepare that says the embassy will uh pay for things and thus far it has worked I would recommend perhaps we hit the market very briefly, pick up a few things on uh, Chelish credit before we leave. I definitely think we should abuse that. There he goes. I got a shopping list. <laughs> I, I might recommend we don't go too extravagant. They may notice a little too quickly, but uh, as long as we can arrange to be out of port before they find out, eh. No one really cares about the Chelish, after all. So let me understand this. You guys are going to push your luck. Using this embassy forged document. Amazingly, 
forged document. You don't yes. know that. Oh, we I, know. I do. I we do. know. Yeah, of course. I've got the number over here. Yeah, it was it's, pretty good. It's five. Uh, <laughs> it was more than five. Um, is everybody on board with this? Yeah, yeah. I can get yeah. some stuff. I'm looking at you, Ark. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if I can get some free stuff. Shoot. <laughs> Isn't that pretty much what being a Viking... Oh, excuse me. Um, Lenormsman, or whatever they actually call you Olfen. Uh All about getting free stuff. I mean, usually other people's stuff, but free stuff. You have to work for it. Nah. <laughs> this I'm not having to work for. You did all the work. <clears throat> I mean... I think... Yes. I'll give you the credit, Bane. You know, <laughs> right, thank you very much. I don't care whose credit it is, as long as I get the free stuff. <laughs> all right. Uh, is there anything you want to do with the day? Like, obviously, you're getting the ship prepared. The crew is starting to filter back in after their two nights of revelry. Most of them flat broke at this point. Uh, Con- That's how we like it. Connor probably has a couple bruises on his face. Uh, let's say Crimson comes in with him with his arm over Connor's shoulder. Uh, Crimson is just like covered in bruises, smashed nose, missing an earlobe now. But him and Connor are talking back and forth, having a good time. Uh, Connor's plume in his hat might be a little less plumey, that sort of thing. Aww. Uh, right? Now yours is the biggest hat, Kitnick. You're welcome. It's a just- ship. Of course it's the biggest hat. <laughs> <laughs> just to just to keep the rivalry going, as Connor comes back on, Sebastian will cast Mending on his feather. Ah, now it is plumy again. Pluck it back up. You sit there for ten minutes. Ten minutes. Following Connor around the ship for ten minutes. But hold still. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, so you guys make your way towards the market. So you guys head towards the market, free trade market. You begin shopping around. I'm curious as to exactly how you do it. I kind of see like Sebastian maybe passes off the scroll to somebody and like you're surreptitiously pack- passing it back and forth as you make your way through the market. Kind of like an Ocean's Eleven scene. Yeah, just yeah exactly. Passing it back around. Everybody's just, you know, and everybody's trying to keep a, keep a low profile, except maybe Art clanking around in some armor. Have you met my character? Oh, <laughs> no, you're right. Your low profile comes entirely from being short. That's right. <laughs> I just, I'm I short, just, but I'm loud. I just wonder how many of these people don't know what Chalaxians look like. <laughs> <laughs> well, just... Cl- uh, Sebastian will point out, you're not chelish, just claim to be doing it on behalf of... Well, I mean, you know, I can... You, I, Sneezy. Right. <laughs> I can do this. You know, I, I already... I can I can already do this. I have a pseudonym. Mm-hmm. All right, Zagre. I think you're <laughs> up first. Okay. And I'm glad to say that because you just talked about how loud you are. <laughs> All right, so what do you do, Zagre? Uh, Zagre is going to wander around looking for uh, specifically something that is unique to Blood Cove. I'm going to look for a, a length of bloodvine rope. Bloodvine rope. You said earlier that comes from jungles specifically. Correct. And so we decided Blood Cove now exports Blood vine rope. Yes. It is a major export, and they have an entire stall dedicated to simply selling that rope. What does it do? It's, I think it's a little lighter than a regular rope, but also it's very tough and very durable. So, like, the, the checks to escape or burst are in the 30s. Oh, no. wow. It's like the uh, elven yeah. rope from Tolkien. Yeah, really is. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Uh, you get it. You show the form to the blood vine vendor 
he hands you a piece of rope after making note of the account. And as you are walking away from the stall with your newly acquired item, you see a couple of Blood Cove guards, Minutemen, Watchmen, whatever you want to call them, like simple uh, lawmen for this area. You've seen them around as you went from bar to bar to bar. But you see them moving from vendor to vendor with their own set of scrolls. And it looks like they're showing and talking to some... Uh, very specific vendors. Uh, you actually, when you first spot them, you see them coming out of the tailor that Sebastian visited merely yesterday. Uh-oh. I don't know that guy. Exactly. Yeah. But that's what you see. You see them coming out of the tailor and moving around from vendor to vendor. Anything else you want to do? No, he's just going to start putting the feeding the blood vine into his haversack and <laughs> just walks past him. Hey, guys, how's it going? And as Zugray passes by the crew... He hands the little scroll off to Thane. Thane takes it Heisman style and heads to a leather worker. A leather worker. All right. So you make it to the leather working stall. And if I remember right, you are looking for something specific. Yes. I want a very high quality belt. High quality belt. The leather worker makes a huge fuss about how expensive this belt is and how hard he had to work for it he's trying to talk you up to get you mm-hmm. to spend more money and then you hand him the scroll and he goes okay no problem and, and the you, price just tripled yes <laughs> and uh he writes the little account number there on his sheet of paper he hands the scroll back to you along with the belt i take it and actually kind of wanted to talk to him okay and while i'm talking to him through spell song charm him the leather worker yes <laughs> i love it okay uh so he gets a will save Yes. Uh, or does he get a perception check to he gets, notice? He gets a perception check, perception check against my performance to see if I'm even casting a spell. All right. What is uh, what is your minimum performance? If you uh, one. Fourteen. Okay. I'm gonna see if I can even beat that. Absolutely not. Okay. So even if it fails, he doesn't know that I cast something. Okay. So now so, he needs to make a will save DC fifteen. DC fifteen will save. Absolutely not. Nope. All right. Um, while he is fiddling around, um, working on the belt or, or finding it in a supply or whatever he's doing, I want to ask him how often people bring in these kind of writs for supplies. Every once in a while, not as often as you would think. So when somebody brings one in, does it, does it, is it strange to you? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, I mean, I say it happens not very often, but when it does, we're used to it. We're, uh, most of the merchants here do a lot of business with the Chelish. Okay, well, that's good. Uh, well, it's nice to meet you. I, my name is Andre. Hi, Andre. <laughs> my name is Bew Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I, uh, my name is Mike. Mike. Nice work, Mike. This is a beautiful belt. Thank you very much. Uh, do enjoy and make sure it is beautiful when you finish whatever it is you are doing. I will. And I walk off <laughs> quickly. <laughs> and uh, you pass by Sebastian. And Sebastian just does the, as they're walking by, Sebastian just holds out his hand. and Well, Fane throws it, it in the air. <laughs> <laughs> in that case, Sebastian mage hands it out of I'm the just air. joking, actually. He'll, he'll pass it off slide. <laughs> Sebastian will uh, grab it, and uh, Sebastian is going to go find a, I guess it'd probably be a magic vendor. He's looking for exotic inks that he can use to craft magical tattoos. Okay, so you make it to 
uh, a person who is actually doing some tattoos right at that moment. He's working on uh, a woman who is a half-elf, uh, tattooing a large dragon on her bare back. Sebastian's actually also going to, I think, attempt to not fully disguise himself, but he's going to change the way he carries himself. Okay. Um, just so that if anybody does start asking questions, he looks different. A little uh, different. Yeah, just, just enough to maybe throw him off. That's good. Uh, give me your... Disguise? Disguise check. 33. Okay. Uh, if that comes into play, I will now know. But yeah, he's looking for, like I said, exotic inks that he can use to, uh, to craft some of his tattoos. So you see him working on the woman, and he just kind of looks up at you. What can I, what can I help you with? Especially just drop the accent the same he did as when he was at the embassy. My friend, I'm uh, looking for exotic inks. Oh, no problem. Lots of inks over here. Just uh, choose what you want, and then uh, we'll total it up in a minute. And Sebastian will start doing that. We'll start looking through you know, okay. things with powdered mithril and other such exotics. All right. Uh, so you finally get them all put together. He looks at them. He gives you the number of how much all that costs. You just show him the scroll. The scroll. He goes, oh. And then he makes a note of the account number and uh, hands the scroll back to you. And as you finish up that transaction, you saw Fane coming from a leather vendor as you guys crossed paths. You now see two of the Blood Cove guards talking specifically to uh, that vendor, and he's nodding vigorously as they show him a uh, scroll. Mm. And uh, then he they start taking notes, and they're actually beginning to draw something on a piece of parchment. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, at that point, Sebastian is going to quickly pack up his purchases and swiftly stride away in the direction of, I believe, Kitnik. Yes, Kitnik, you pass by Kitnik. How do you make this transfer? Um, assuming Kitnik is walking along and has like a satchel or something, Sebastian is just going to accidentally drop the scroll, since he's taller than she is, into the satchel. At the same time, he's just going to sort of whisper, work quickly. I think someone may be suspicious. And then keep walking. Okie dokie. So, Kit's now got her scroll, and uh, I'm just going to walk towards a shop full of things. 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 That is so specific. It is. Uh, you find a peddler who has multiple different types of items. What kind of items do you try to purchase from this peddler? Well, I, I've kind of glanced over a lot of the uh, the shops as I was waiting on everyone else, and I, I, I see a lot of feathers. I need feathers. <laughs> so so I'm going to just kind of peruse. I've got nice, you know, pretty scarves, which i got to walk past. Maybe I grab a purple one there at the end. Um I want to, you know, grab some feathers. I need a couple big feathers. Okay. And then I notice they have little specialty feathers. They do. Yes. Excuse me. Yes. What do these do? Um, this feather specifically? Yeah. It makes hats beautiful. What about this one? Also makes hats beautiful. Do you have any that make hats beautiful and do other stuff too? Uh, I do. Where are those? They're right here. And he pull, opens up a large box, uh, and it's got several drawers inside of it uh, with several different types of uh, feathers inside. Which one are you looking for? Um, I would like one. I would like the, the fan. The the feather token fan? Yeah. Is that what we're looking for? That's what I'm looking for. He kind of winks at you and goes, hmm, that's not in this box. He puts uh. it back, and he opens up another one, and he hands you that item. Ooh. 
Uh, and how are you going to pay for this? Well, hold on a second. I need, I need this oh. one, and I need about three of the ones that make things pretty. Cause, uh, okay. And, and then all of a sudden, Tortuga flies off and flies back and is holding a ring. That's not mine. All right, then. But I know who it belongs to. I will be glad to take the money for them. All right. Is that what you want, Tortuga? <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're sure. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Uh, and, and yes. And my master said to send me with this. Here you go. And he pulls the scroll out. And he, wait. Excuse me. Yes. Did you say master? Hi, I'm Sneezy. <laughs> nice to meet you, Sneezy. <laughs> Glad to see that you were short. Yeah, I also have allergies. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sleepy and Doc are back on the ship. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, very well, then. It's a little odd that a Chalaxian merchant would send their... What are you? Uh, slave. Slave? Handmaiden? I mean, I'm, I'm not really a slave. I'm just... I'm, I'm his go-getter. I'm, I do his like thing. like something you would know. Hmm. Very well, then. I don't know then. what you'd call me. I mean, I'm, I'm, we've only been here a day. Very well, then. And he makes a mark on his little thing, writes the account number down, and goes, You might want to be careful, little miss. I will do that. Well, I'm just I'm just out getting stuff for him today, so. Very well. I appreciate that. And so you gather your feather token, you got a fancy little ring, yep. several hats, and as... Well, have feathers, have feathers. <laughs> have a wonderful day! And as you walk away, you see uh, two more guards. So they're the guards that Sebastian saw. You may not have noticed them, but they're still over there. You find two more guards who are just showing a scroll around to several different merchants. Mm. You're too far away to see what it is at this point. I hand my scroll to uh, Tortuga and say, hey, I need you to get this to Ark, like, now. That is not what he sounds like. <laughs> He's imitating Owlbear. Okay, They've yes. been spending too much time they together. They have been. <laughs> Okay, you got this. And I take, I, I stick all my other stuff down in my, my quiver, and uh, I start heading in a direction in, you know, a shipwardly way. <laughs> Stimming your way towards with, the ship. With Trudy on the boat, Tortuga does not want to sound like a chicken. <laughs> uh, yeah, fair enough. And so, Ark, Tortuga lands on your shoulder, and in his beak, very massive beak, is, a, uh, is the scroll that you were expecting. Mm-hmm. Hello, microphone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he'll take the scroll from Tortuga, and he's going to head out and try to find uh, like a potions vendor. So I have a question. Mm -hmm. Does Tortuga stay with him at this point, or does he fly back to he'll you? He'll come back to me. Okay. So you try to find a potion vendor, mm -hmm. and you find one. It's actually a sniveling, graying, long-haired hippie of a wizard. Oh, awesome. And his uh, cauldron is bubbling and toiling. He's apparently working on something right away. Uh, hello, sir. I need a few potions if you might have them. I don't have time for you. Uh, I have good money. Well, okay, I have time for you. <laughs> That's what I thought. Uh, I need a few potions of enlarged person. Very well, then. They're over there on the left. Grab two of them. Bring them over. Uh, or however many it is you want to buy. I'm too, I'm busy. Uh, so Ark will go over and just grab a handful of potions. I mean, what, are they labeled? <laughs> like, I would have no clue. One, one looks like a llama. Yeah, like, skull and crossbones. <laughs> Wes, if he grabs random potions, please tell me you're going to find the old uh, potion miscability chart. Damn straight for side effects. Are they are they labeled? They are, you know uh, what? are they labeled? Uh, no, they're not. It, it's that one. And he points at uh, one that is bright red. Okay. Ark will walk over and grab the bright red ones. 
not that red one, the other red one, and next to it is a green one, and that's it. It's just the two potions. There's the bright red one that he said no, and then a green one. I grabbed them both. <sighs> and then you bring him over, he grabs the green one, hands you the red one, says, put it back! The red one or the green one? The one I handed you, put it back. And so he'll walk over, put it back, and he'll put the green one on the thing. <laughs> a large person, this one. Yes, thank you. Mm -hmm. And he'll, I'll hand over the uh, paper, the scroll. Man, paperwork. <laughs> paperwork. And he reads every line. Mm -hmm. He takes 20 minutes <laughs> reading everything. And he is going to make a linguistics check. Very well, then. He writes the account number down, rolls the scroll up, says, Get out of here, I'm busy. It is a very good scroll. Thank you, sir. And I guess I'll just start heading back towards the ship. You will. However, you too see several guards milling about talking to people. Uh, you see two other guards finishing up at a leather worker. They just kind of nod at the leather worker. They roll the scroll up and then uh, they turn around and they start showing a new scroll to all of the vendors around. And you can see them scanning the crowd for faces. So I'm going to walk up to them then. To the guards. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I At this point, I've probably, like, eaten the scroll. Have you really? <laughs> I mean, I, I know that it's fate. We're not going to use it anymore. But I don't want to get caught with it. <laughs> I just picture him just cramming it in his mouth as he walks out All of right. the vendor. I just want to get this straight. So after you finish <sighs> with the wizard vendor, you take the embassy forged scroll. You tear it up into little pieces. Uh, no, I just put it in. You just eat it. <laughs> yeah, like, like a napkin. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Just, oh. I see, because I'm, I'm assuming okay. they're probably looking for us. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need me to rewind? <laughs> Absolutely not. I am fucking loving this. Uh, here we go. All right, so you eat the embassy forged scroll. Nobody can make any more purchases at this point with that scroll. You walk up to the two guards that uh, were showing the new scroll around to vendors. And as soon as you approach, they finish up with that vendor. They turn around and go, excuse me, and have you seen this man? And they unroll it, and it is almost an exact drawing of Fane. Of Fane? Yes. It uh, is a hood pulled up with shadow over it. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's actually faint because I'm assuming at some point he, the vendor got a good look at his face. So sure. it's a pale white face and uh, features of Fane the whole nine. I think I saw him at a bar the other night. He was telling a story about some dragon L, but I. And their uh, eyes get huge and they recognize you. Uh, of course they would. At this point, uh, because they were there. <laughs> They were there during the infamy check. Uh, and they go, you know this man. You are on the crew with this man. Ark will look around like the crew of what man? The Dragonel fight? You were a member of the group that defeated the Dragonel. Were you not? No. <laughs> they stand back. Give me a bluff. Oh, Let's dear. see. Can it be an intimidate? Uh, no. No. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Yeah, I think you were. <laughs> Very angry denial. Uh, 14. Nice roll. Uh, so they go, Elfin guy, white bear. Surely there's two of them in this town. Of course there's two of them. There's two of them. There's probably two of them. Yeah, absolutely. I, familiar face. 
It happens right? all the time, right? They only hire the best and brightest for the city guard here. <laughs> don't they? His sister was in town previously, right? So, I mean, there were at least two very similar ones. So It's hard to argue that fact, yeah. except her beard was maybe not quite as long. <laughs> right, yeah, I mean, you know. Maybe it was a fake beard. Uh, so they go, uh, well, if you see this man, please uh, report him to the uh, Blood Cove Watch as soon as possible. Thank you. And then they turn around and they start talking to other vendors and other people moving through the crowd. Where are you headed now? Uh, I'm going to find Fane immediately. Okay. So I don't you I don't know if I would have seen you go to the ship or not. No, because I was probably going to get some potions. That was my next stop. <laughs> oh, okay. So then I go back to the wizard. So uh, before you leave the wizard, because I'm imagining like maybe all that happens and then uh, you're really not that far away from the wizard. You turn around and there's Fane like right behind you. And he uh, he has his hand out asking for the embassy scroll. Uh, I don't even look at him. I grab him and throw him over my shoulders. <laughs> 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 They're eloping. <laughs> Unhand me off. <laughs> Captain, be quiet. There are people looking for you. Oh. Yeah, I'll get you back to the ship. <laughs> this is lo- the most subtle way of making your escape. <laughs> I want to cast Vanish. <laughs> All right, so Fane over the shoulder oh. of Ark. Ark says, hey, there's people looking for you. Fane says, vanish. That's Is fucking that- teamwork, man. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like he's like holding a football and running. <laughs> Heisman. He's doing the Heisman. So quickly, I say, okay, please put me down. Okay. <laughs> and while I'm invisible, I'm going to cast Alter Self to look like Adagoke. Uh, okay, so now Adagoke Casca has made his reappearance. Yes. I feel like Davery should do your voice from now on. Go now ahead. You, now you're very pretty. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, a okay. very Mwangi city, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, right? Sure. Okay. Yeah, so. you would blend right into the crowd at this point. So you're dead. <laughs> is there somewhere, anywhere, a tent, something where I could don't just like pop up as a six foot eight Mwangi man? <laughs> or I can come around the corner. Behind sure. Ark. <laughs> yeah, you could just stand right in front of me. <laughs> it's just, uh, there's probably a phone booth you could change. Up. Okay, that's what I do. I, <laughs> a I dark pour. alleyway, that's fine. Didn't okay. he have a bad experience with that earlier? <laughs> he did. I had a pretty good experience. Well, uh, it depends bit. on which person in the city you ask, of course. Fair enough. <laughs> so you turn into Adagoke Casca. You begin walking around Free Trade Square. Um, uh, no, I'm beginning... Moving quickly towards the ship. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Uh, so everybody in the crew, you see Adagoke in the middle of this square. He is highly noticeable at this point. Uh, distinct features, an old crewman for Sebastian and Kitnick. Obviously, Zagre has no idea. That That's the quickest is. bleaching Art you've ever no seen. I know. Yeah. <laughs> right. Actually, he would have. She carried uh, Adagoke's body with them. What's that? I would have recognized Adagoke. You would yeah, have. Yeah, because okay. I, I, I helped her carry his... Then you uh, met him. I'm, I met him briefly and then helped carry his body off of right. the yeah. uh, ship. So Zegre is the only one. So Zegre is the only one that would not notice Adagoke at this point. But Zegre, uh, to help you along, uh, you see Kitnik go pale. She's probably off on the side somewhere. It's not a huge area, so everybody's kind of visible. Um, she goes... Pale, what do you do at this point okay. with Adagoke walking around Kitnik? Kitnik, what do you do <laughs> when you see Adagoke? I'm just, you know, perusing swiftly, you know, in the direction of the ship. And yeah, I see Adagoke and I, I don't know what to do. Like something is very wrong here and I'm just absolutely speechless. And I look around for it, for Sebastian, for somebody that, so that I know I'm not making this up. <laughs> you find Sebastian perusing where? 
Uh, Sebastian at that point was actually at a, uh, shall we say, an exotic liquor vendor. He was attempting to mm. find some uh, winter you moonshine from Arison, but, you know, hard to find this far south. How tall are you? Sebastian's about 5'10". Okay. You've suddenly got a gnome on your shoulders. Poking your heart, top of your head. Kidnick, kidnick, yes, kidnick, kidnick. And I grab your ears and I turn your head. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> well, that's uh, unexpected. Um, okay, I'm not making it up. You see it too. Yes, could you please let go of my ears? Okay, sorry. Um, hmm. Like, zombie, zombie. I, I, okay. Well, he's not trying to eat anyone right we now. We don't know that. Well, he hasn't yet. Okay. I would probably suspect something else is going on here but and Sebastian has he noticed the additional guards wandering around the market by this point you've probably noticed at least six guards in pairs working around and actually additionally we see Adagoke is Ark right there with him he's Ark is probably a few yards in front of him but they they're fairly reasonably obviously going the same direction yeah real obvious I think something else is going on here and I strongly suspect we should uh, leave I'm already ahead of you (laughs) hang on Sebastian will put his hand on Kitnick's shoulder and cast invisibility okay and then his next action assuming he gets one he will do it to himself you do not uh oh about the time that you finish casting invisibility on Kitnick you hear halt Stop that man! Stop him! And you see two of the guards looking squarely at you at this point. They have recognized <sighs> your face. Besmara, you fickle bitch. And everybody in the crew, the entire square has heard the guards yell at somebody to stop. So with invisibility, because I haven't been invisible except underwater, how does that then get taken back off again? Like, if I engage them, If you directly cause damage or cast something on an enemy, it will break your invisibility. Okay. If you do things like cut a rope to drop something on them, it doesn't. Or if you do things like cast a spell on an ally, it doesn't break your invisibility. <laughs> so is Tortuga invisible or not? No. No. Tortuga <laughs> is on your shoulder floating around right now. Uh, Okay. <laughs> Just checking. Let's check in with Zugray. Flap, flap, flap. <laughs> Fly, damn you. I start hopping. <laughs> Let's check in with Zugray. Uh, so, it's been a while since you made your purchase. What has Zugray been up to at this point? Zugray's walking through the market. He knows he's got an opportunity to get more stuff. So, he's he's looking around trying to decide what he's going to use this on. So, he's walking around. He's singing. He's, and he's singing in Goblin. He's like, he's like Walking through the market, gonna steal some stuff. Will our ladder fool them if they're dumb enough? <laughs> <laughs> and just Subtle. looking around, yeah, yeah. Like that's why he's singing in Goblin, but he can't help. He's got to sing. <laughs> About that time, a Goblin gives you a high five. <laughs> that's, right. that's right, buddy. <laughs> Hinkle Shadow Wolf pops out of nowhere, slaps you a high five, and then disappears off. So yeah, so he's just wandering through, looking at. He's looking at stuff that's very, like a Goblin would. He's looking at stuff that's very shiny. Anything that's big and gaudy and probably overpriced because it's not his money, so he doesn't care. Right. So, so you're looking at the shiny stuff. You see out of the corner of your eye, you notice uh, Ark making a beeline towards the ship, and this tall Mwangi person is following behind him, almost as if he was following Ark specifically. I don't know that guy. Then you hear about that time is when Sebastian and Kitnick have their little exchange, and then you hear. Stop that man! 
Stop right there! Oh. <laughs> Zugray reaches into his pocket and pulls out the figurine of Wampus. Oh, okay. But he's not going to do anything just yet, because i got to see what's going to happen here. All right. Uh, let's flip over the map. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, sneaky stuff. Mm-hmm. We should have known there was something up because that's on the hex side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah. Matt is or Matt. Wes is very subtle. Uh-huh. Well, you know, <laughs> subtle do, enough. I didn't notice it. Hey. I didn't even think about it, but yeah. That wasn't entirely sarcastic. All right, place <laughs> your characters on the map where you would think they would be. Let's describe the setting. Sure. Uh, so there are several buildings around. There are stalls, wooden buildings, cloth shacks, wooden shacks, stone shacks all around this huge ring. It's roughly horseshoe shaped. Okay, so the, the horseshoe uh, has all of the stalls and everything on the, the actual edges. Mm-hmm. In the center there, is that just an open area where a lot of people are, where the people are walking. There's that, but there's also uh, carts, other small time vendors through the middle. I'm sure there's several fruit vendors just walking around with <laughs> carts on wooden wheels. Probably street performers because yep. they normally congregate. In places and there like is that. only one way in and one way out uh, via the actual boardwalk. <laughs> and that's over there to the far side from me. The water completely surrounds this entire area. There are roots and other things from the huge tree this entire town is built on, spread out around, so you could potentially get across the water in this area without actually going out the boardwalk, but it would be very difficult. The one thing that, that you do notice about this uh, tall Mwangi man is he's actually got his hand on the elephant's back almost pushing him like hurry let's go let's go let's go <laughs> so yeah so the elfin is directly on top of him that's great um your ship you see where i have warehouse row labeled way over here on this side yes um that whole area that blue line all the way down that's all warehouse row leading off to uh the far edge your ship is probably off the map Right about where Valley is sitting. So basically, for those who are playing along at home, we've got to run all the way south, down, or all the way east, run down south, then run all the way west across the board to get away yes, from everybody. exactly. Now let's place uh, some guards. I said there were six. However, two of them still haven't clued in what's going on, so there are only four that are in play at this point. Uh, let's put two at that <laughs> vendor as far away from everybody. Um, They're in the water. Let's two of them are actually going to be extremely close to Sebastian. They're going to be just a few squares away, 15, 20 feet away. All right, that is where we are. So we have Fane and Ark towards the far end, almost out of the, out of the area completely. We have Sebastian and Kitnik towards the north side, and Zugri all by his lonesome way over to the south of the thing. The guards are as far away from the group as possible because my group is a bunch of cheaters. <laughs> and there we are. Let's do some initiatives, shall we? Yuck. <laughs> Seven. I've done right. worse. Uh, da, 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 Sebastian. 17. Fane. 19. Gitnik. Seven. Ark. 18. Enzagre. 13. Let me roll for my guys in pairs. All right, so we are in initiative order. The first thing to happen are the two guards approach Sebastian, and they make grapple checks. Oh. What's your combat maneuver defense there, Sebastian? What's your backup character there, Sebastian? <laughs> yeah. Uh, 14. 
14 combat maneuver defense. Uh-huh. This is not what I do. Oh, that's a crit. Oh, so they just just tackle me. So that was one guy, and the other one misses. So <laughs> one guy goes low, the other one goes high. You jump, but the other one, boom, hits you way up top. So he has got <laughs> you in a bear hug at this point. Yeah, I imagine... We land on the other guy, and then we just go tumbling backwards into the stall as he just, I'm assuming, just flying tackles. Sure. Uh, Kitnik, you're invisible, but mm-hmm. you see it happen directly in front of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Fane, it is your turn. Is this obvious, what's happening? I would imagine you would not have any difficult seeing, but your back is to the scene. Uh, Sebastian, what sound do you make when you get tackled? Yeah, basically, I'm assuming just that, like, the, the wind is knocked out of him, and just then, like, I guess the crash of things being knocked off of the uh, stand. Kitnick, would you like to take a free action and scream? Nope. Okay. I'm going to step uh, out of the way. You don't hear Thanks, any. Kitnick. You, you just oh, hear maybe a minor scuffle behind you. But Can I try it. a perception? Yeah, let's will do you, a perception. Will you allow me a perception? Yeah, I'll give you a perception. Okay. I was trying to give these two guys a chance, but nope, they're not playing along. <laughs> I have a plan. I love it. 28. Yeah, so you hear some scuffling behind you. You look over your shoulder, and you see Sebastian get gang tackled. (laughs) Uh, Immediate action, liberating command. All righty. Which gives what happens? He gets a plus 10 to his escape uh, Escape artist. All righty. Which I I have a small bonus to it, so it's a plus 12. Okay, so that'll happen on your turn. Yeah. So anything else, Fane? It's immediate. It's almost like greasing a pig Mm -hmm. as far as I know. Yeah, so I think he just popped out right there. Right. Yeah, because it's, it's Fane's spell that triggers the action. Gotcha. So he immediately gets a chance to do an escape artist check. And That's free. what I would assume. If, I think it is because it is an instant. I'm okay with okay, that. I'll just, I'll just read it real quick. Yeah, uh, if the target is bound, grappled, or otherwise restrained, he may make an escape artist check to escape and as, as an immediate action. There you go. So ah, just done. Uh, so, mm. Sebastian, do your escape artist check. Mm. You know what? So you're using a. I'm, it's Sebastian is actually going to drop a hero point. Drop it. I love that sound. On that, and uh, to make his escape artist check. So that should give me a total of plus 20. You're welcome. Plus 20 to this roll. Between the liberating command, his minor escape artist skill, and the uh, hero point. But a one is still a failure. I know, (laughs) I know, I know. One. I didn't think uh, on checks like that that ones or twenties were naturals. This one is. It's <laughs> because it's combat. Yeah, oh, that's fair. Okay. Yeah, because the DM wants it. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Roll a one. Roll a one. Shut up, Wes. Nineteen ah. plus <laughs> plus twenty. Thirty nine. And like buddy. a greased pig, you squirt through this guy's arms as you continue Aha. to walk up. Okay, uh, so and he is confused at this point as to because he had him wrapped in a bear hug. <laughs> to be fair, somehow, Sebastian is a little confused. Sebastian is now free. Is he in range of your liberating command? It's twenty-five feet plus five per half level. So yes. <laughs> all right, I'm pulling out all the stops here because I don't want to catch you guys. All right, so the guards uh, do not have you grappled, Fane. What else it is now your turn? Yes, that was a, basically a free action or immediate action. I'm going to continue out because I'm going to the harbor master. Okay, so you were going to move I'm 60 not, feet? I'm not running. Not running, like, just I'm, walking. I'm, I'm, I'm Mogwai, so okay. I'm, I'm not being sought after. So walking at this point is 20 I'll, feet per round? I'll do a hustle. I'll do, I'll do, I'll do a anyway. devil move. Like, oh my gosh, look, ooh, uh, bad stuff's happening. Get away. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> yeah. you're running away from a fight. Yeah, so I'm moving 60. All right, so you're moving 60 feet. Put yourself where you want to be. Uh, Arc. 
Um, I'm gonna make a perception check as well, just to see if I know. I'm assuming since he knew, I'm gonna know. You saw Thane's directly behind you. You heard him say words to cast a spell, so you know something's up. You turn around, you see Sebastian almost get gang tackled, and uh, but he squirts free. So there are two guards on him, and that's it. Uh, the but, captain didn't seem too worried about it. I'm just gonna follow the captain. He booked mm-hmm. it. So you were booking it too. Yeah. And I'll probably stay um, like five feet behind the captain, just in case anything comes after him. I can step in. Sure. So put yourself with the um, Adagoke figure now. It is now Sebastian's turn. <laughs> so behind the stalls along this edge, is that just open water, basically? It is. It is water completely surrounding. There are roots and other things around. So if you want to try and get on those, you can, but they're a little difficult and a little slippery. And a little rotten. Mm, no. While these guys are basically confused and trying to figure out where, why I'm no longer in their arms, Sebastian is going to take a five-foot step back so he doesn't get him in. Turn and dive. Into the water. Yep. Oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> and hope he doesn't hit anything on the way down. All right. Uh, give me a swim check. All right. This is where that ring of swimming you gave me comes in handy. <laughs> Uh, 23. 23. All right. You do. You dive successfully through the tangle of roots and into the water. Uh, so far, there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. Just sharks. Zagre, it is now your turn. Well, so Sebastian has <laughs> dove into the water. <laughs> You've seen uh, Adagoke, who you don't know, and but Ark has also booked it directly after that Mwangi. Okay, and... Uh, Kitnik has vanished. And yeah, you may have seen Sebastian cast invisibility, but probably not. But you see um, Tortuga kind of like maybe making a circle in the air directly above where she would be. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's everybody, so it seems like mission accomplished. So I'm just going to carefully <laughs> walk this way. <laughs> act casual. Act casual. So kind of hustling away yeah, down just towards the dock. Walk over here, like, all right, well, work here is done. So. All right. It is now the group in the back. They are going to make a beeline towards where Sebastian is, but that's going to be the end of their turn. Yeah, just go ahead and um, actually put them up to the edge of the dock, which is directly behind the buildings. Yep, so they're looking him in the water. Yeah, they just sprinted for it, I'm sure. Yeah. It's Kitnik's turn. You're invisible. What are you doing? Describe these guys to me. They are your typical Blood Cove watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't have capes on like the pictures, uh, but they're wearing your basic leathers, uh, maybe a long sword at their side, but all of them, now that uh, combat has happened, the two guys chasing after Sebastian have these huge sticks in their hand, and you see those hanging off the belt of the other guys, but you also see several uh, weapon here, maybe a dagger there. What do their hats look like? <laughs> They don't wear hats. Asking the important questions. It is an important question, it is. actually. Uh, they may have bandanas on, but most of them are probably bareheaded. Makes it a little more difficult to do what I want to do, but okay. So, Tortuga. I'm sorry. You said <laughs> you wanted to do something with their hats other than steal them? All right. The guy in the back. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. no, no. They have no hats. It's okay. It's okay. Has a tricorn. No, it's mm-hmm. all right. Okay. They don't, that's all right. You've already told me. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Tortuga. Sniff, sniff. <laughs> Okay, how far is he got away from each other? Tortuga's going to land on the head of number two. Okay. And all of a sudden, there's going to be an obscuring mist 
that starts to form around them so that they can't see anything. All right. So Tortuga farted. <laughs> they were crop tested. And I am going to run. Yes. And I am going to run following Zugre because I don't really feel like jumping in the water. And uh, then after, after a couple seconds, Tortuga is going to follow me. All right. So oh, Tortuga crop sure. dust the pirates. How much of an area do you cover with that obscuring Let's mist? See. It is 20 feet radius. And 20 feet high. So, yeah, so it's a 20-foot bubble. So, so, Tortuga flies in, crop dust this entire group, 40 feet of fog in every direction. Mm -hmm. And there is general screaming and scared sounds, and these are not happy guardsmen whatsoever. (laughs) Uh, They are yelling obscenities that I cannot say on the air. (laughs) Uh, so Kitnik, so you moved that direction after Tortuga mm-hmm. you did the thing and just stuff with the things. All right, it is now Group Two's turn. I was just going to point out before we start moving, while the while the obscuring mist originates from Tortuga, it does not follow him. Correct. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's just on that spot. Yeah, because yeah. I had to look that up too, just to make sure. Mm-hmm. So it is now the original group that tackled Sebastian. Uh, they picked themselves up off the ground after tackling him. After he squ- through their arms and he dives off into the water. They're going to make a running leap and dive after him. These two are jumping in the water? Yes. And they both successfully make it through the roots as well. So there are two guardsmen right next to Sebastian in the water. Uh, However, obscuring mist, that's all they can do at this point by the time they move that far and dive in. How far down is the water from the... 100,000 feet. Nah, we'll say 15, 20 feet. Enough that a dive check, what you made, would be no problem. So still technically at the end, within the edge of the obscuring mist then? Yes. Excellent. So there's really close to where you're at, but yeah, it is but obscuring I mist. I am concealed then. Mm-hmm. Yep. Excellent. Uh, it is now Fane's turn. Uh, now that I am out of the immediate action, I am taking a full run towards the port master. So you're looking for the harbor master? Uh, harbor master, yeah. Sure. Uh, you make it. He's probably not far away from where you are currently at all. So you could walk right up to him. You have uh, six seconds of conversation. I am taking the Fortune's Revenge to Port Freedom. We'll be leaving immediately. Uh, very well. And they make a sign, and they hand out a form for you to sign. You don't have time to do it yet. You'll have to do that next turn. Okay. <laughs> Ark. He runs up, grabs the form, paw print. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And that's teamwork. <laughs> <laughs> Sebastian. There, uh, you hear the splash, splash, splash of two guys really, really close to you. Uh, they're like, where are you? And it's foggy and you don't know why. <laughs> oh, he knows uh, why. I have the spell. I'm pretty certain I know why. Um, so, are they, I mean, are they close enough I can see them at all? Or I just know they landed nearby? They're within five feet of you, so you probably see more than just forms. You can see one, and he's missing teeth. Um, so I'm trying to remember. I know you can't take a five-foot step while swimming. It's not a Correct. thing. Um, Unless you have a swim speed. I don't yet. Right. Um, I so, love the word yet. Uh, you can, can you cast defensively while swimming? Okay. Sure. Um, in that case, Sebastian is going to... Uh, attempt to cast defensively. Okay. Uh, he's going to cast invisibility. All right. Um, they don't even have weapons out. 
Okay. I mean, they do, but they're swimming as well. Tax of opportunity, I'm going to say, are pretty much not possible. So you don't even have to cast defense. Okay. Uh, it would automatically succeed, is what I'm trying to say. Gotcha. Uh, so you cast, which one? Invisibility? Invisibility. You, poof, you're gone. Bloop. And it is a one-action cast, right? Yes. Um, and, well, that'll be his action at that point, so... But yeah, he's going to cast invisibility and go, Blip. Where did you go? You get back here. The Chalice Embassy wants to have a word with you. And then, uh, what was your name that you used? Uh, Cassius Hadranius. Embassy wants a word with you, Cassius. It is now Zagre's turn. Okay, so hearing all that, I'm not going to let Sebastian twist. So I am going to move towards him. Okay, right here. Is that the edge of the water? Yes. Okay. That would be the edge of the dock. So are you running and diving in, or are you just staying on the edge of the dock? Uh, and you're also in the mist at that point. Yes. I will run, and I will dive into the water. All right, so you run, dive into the water. You hear the splashing around of the guards around, and you can't see Sebastian, even yeah. though he's in the mist. So I just hit the water, and then go, then turn to the guard and go, What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> they are very confused. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. <laughs> There's a football with teeth talking at us from the water. <laughs> and it is now Group One's turn. They also dive in after. Uh, I'm going to roll. Let's see. There, there's nine squares. I'm going to roll a d10. On a ten, they would hit you. Oh. They land on top. Of oh you. joy. Oh, that was so close. It is a nine. <laughs> and it rolled to the ten and then rolled back to the nine. <laughs> All right. So they land within five feet of you, but you are invisible. They can't see you. Kitnik, what are you doing? Run away! <laughs> she screams invisibly as she runs down the dock. Yeah. So you're making your way towards the dock as well? I am. While screaming, okay. run away. Like, it's a Monty Python moment. <laughs> you just All of a sudden, you just see this parrot flying through, and everybody's like, what the crap is yeah. happening here? Run away! You kind of bump some vendors, maybe bump somebody uh, near a fruit cart. They fly backwards on top of the oranges. Oh, yeah, it's epic. Roll, it's... Oranges start rolling all over the place. Yeah, I mean, I have, within the past five minutes, I have seen my dead friend... <laughs> I've had my other friend tackled. I've been turned invisible. I mean, I look down, I'm not there. I mean, I'm not used to this. There's just, yeah, I'm having none of it. It's pandemonium. <laughs> it is. It's my my know me self is chasing the captain. Well, no, because I don't know that's the captain. I'm just, I'm running in the safest direction I could think of, which is the ship, even though it is towards my dead friend. I'm really confused right now. <laughs> Poor kid has no clue what's going on. Uh, <laughs> So Kit's just running in circles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> Pretty much. It's, it's yeah. Group two is going to make an attack in the square that they saw you in previously. So obscuring mist plus invisibility. Yeah. Uh, first, they have to hit you. Uh, so with invisibility, that doesn't affect your AC. It's concealment. In this case, it's... Uh, Plus two, plus four. It's total, total concealment. concealment. So it'd be, it's a straight 50% mischance. Just a 50% mischance. So if it doesn't affect your AC, though. No. Okay, no. what is your AC right now? Uh, Swimming. 45. No, uh, eight, 14. So this does also say that the attacker cannot use... Obscuring Mist specifically says creatures... Well, creatures farther than five feet away have total concealment. Princess, 50, 50% mischance, and the attacker cannot use sight to locate the target. They're just flailing about. Okay. Uh, but they kind of know what square he was in because he was right there just a second ago. The whole water displacement thing. Yes. Yeah. So they would have made a hit if you were just standing in front of them. Um, 
they... I was going to say they needed a 75 or higher with the mist and the invisibility and all that fun stuff. Uh, they rolled a 74. <laughs> Swish! But it's 50%. Yeah, but with the invisibility, I'm giving them some bonus. It's invisibility oh, plus obscuring mist. Oh, you're giving them mist. a 75% chance to miss. Yes. Okay, I thought you were giving yeah. them a 25% no. chance. <laughs> no, I said they had to roll a 75 or higher to hit. Actually, yeah, 75 or higher to hit. Um, they rolled a 74. <laughs> Your hair parts. Yeah, basically. It does. It's a large, large stick. <laughs> that okay. Hurt. I'm a little hurt by this roll. <laughs> All right. And um, I'm not, which I appreciate. <laughs> okay. Uh, Fane. You uh, then sign your name over the top of the paw print and make your way towards the ship. Yes. Anything else? Full run. Ark, you are halfway to the ship. Uh, full run. Okay. Sebastian, two guards in front of you, two guards behind you. One of them nearly parted your hair. What are you going to do? Dive. Down. Sebastian is going to go down first, okay. about... 10 feet, say, and over. Okay. And you have a plus 10 in your slim check at this point? I, I do not. I've got a plus 5 because I haven't had a chance to cast Touch of the Sea. Okay. So so give me your swim check roll. Just beat a 10. Not 20. So you're <laughs> just going straight down. We'll say the water here is 30 feet deep. And I figure it's probably not the clearest water either. So yeah, It's not really. Yeah. It's reddish. The iron in the water making it all red. And, okay. Yeah. Well. Uh, no attacks of opportunity. Zugray. So, what what can Zugray see is going on there? Anything at all? Uh, you can probably see some thrashing about. You see four forms kind of uh, treading water. Like They're just basic gray outlines as you're on the outside looking into the mist. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you only see four. You're expecting five. Okay. Zugray's going to cast... I want to make sure... Yes! I still have it memorized. Touch of the Sea. Uh, he's going to memor- cast Touch of the Sea... And he's going to dive to try and get over there to see kind of what he can see. Okay. Uh, so you cast Touch of the Sea on yourself. Yes. You dive down into the water, finally getting below where the mist would even be. You might give me a perception check. 17. Yep. You see a bubble form around a Sebastian-sized hole. Um, yeah, I will... Well, that was a cast and a move, so that's me. Okay. It is now the other group's turn. Now they thrash. They both swing away at the square where they thought Sebastian was before, maybe. Uh, they swing around, completely miss, splashing water around. The other group splashes water back at them. It's about to turn into a fiasco. Get <laughs> <laughs> <Kid> Nick. <laughs> so you're being the kid from Home Alone. And, uh... I'm running. All right, so yeah. you reach about where the harbor master is. Uh, yeah, somebody has to move Fane. me. I can't reach. <laughs> Ark and Atagoke are directly in front of you, heading towards the ship. It is now the other group's turn. They splash water back at the other guy. Fane, it's your turn. You make your way all the way back to the ship. What do you do? Uh, as I'm approaching the ship, I will dispel the spell, turn back into myself, Fane, okay. and yell, Crew, we are leaving! <laughs> <laughs> and Rosie goes, Okay, we'll, uh, we'll Go! Have- no, we should have everything Go! in about two hours. <laughs> Go! Why? Go! And that's the end of that. (laughs) Art, it's your turn. Go! (laughs) I hear the word go, but you're not understanding the two-hour thing. Uh, Intimidation check. (laughs) Okay, go for it. Really? Yeah. Sweet. (laughs) 20. 
And they say, sometime next week, we will leave the port. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next week we'll pick uh, up. Yeah, I know. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, we hate you. Say, wait, do I need to roll something else? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is you fun. That's right. <laughs> uh, Wes, talk, hey, this is Wes talking on the microphone. We're tiny again. We'll fix it in post. That, yeah, that's fine. I can take care of that. Yeah, okay. it's uh, better than it's nothing. Sure it's His little summer. We're recording. But our intrepid heroes. All right. One second. All right. Am so, I ready yet? Matt, I don't know if you've signed up for any of the Gen Con stuff, but yeah, I sent that one link about that one Demon Hunters game that's going on. Mm-hmm. And... I was telling them there's like 11 seats open for that. So if everybody wanted to get together to have at least one thing where we're all just, we take over a table and fuck shit up. Sure. Fuck shit up. I still have yeah. to get my tickets. I haven't bought tickets either. <laughs> yeah, I need to do that. I do have the time requested off though. All right. Nice. Yeah. I normally don't do stuff when I'm at conventions. I just kind of wonder. I wonder and Drink. I drink. Mm-hmm. I don't even usually do that, except this last chat. I was going to say, excuse yeah. me? <laughs> except this last chat Normally, I don't even do that, yeah. but yeah. Wait, 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 wait. To that extent. If okay. I said I don't right. believe you, would that be unfathomable? <laughs> I still, yeah. to this day, remember the horror that was you explaining your con to drinking food. Yeah. Which is what the what the sacks of mashed potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we do realize I've been going to these things for like almost 20 years, right? So that was that was in my mm. my young end times. <laughs> that is one step above a can of beans cooked on a t- over a tire fire. Oh no, no. Mm, I love that potatoes. deep rubber taste. <laughs> yeah. Two steps. Mashed potatoes in the morning. Mm. Oh god. Gives it that post-apocalyptic flavor. Hey Davery, do you want to uh, do your sum up thing again? I like the way you did that. Um, when we laugh, let laugh, left or other top of hell. Oh my God, I can. T- I've talked good. Why, okay. I never pay attention to myself. I don't really know. Uh, is any of that true? I don't know. Somebody's going to play it back. <laughs> okay, so but to to recap, what has happened? Where we are? We are. We have all met up at the dock, and Fane has been telling his story. He has uh, made his grand illusion of showing Ark and the dragon elf fighting. Yes. The, the guy that fell through the, the dock was like, Oh, Oh yes. Fane, that's so marvelous. Oh, look at the story. Yay. <laughs> and everyone was buying him drinks. Yes. So now we are there. We're all together and we are waiting for him to actually throw the dice. I want to point out that Fane was having drinks bought for him. Mm-hmm. I don't think he ever tasted any of them. Did he never drink a one? They're all still full sitting on the same bar where they were purchased. That's my tip. I love it. <laughs> That's Fane, everybody. Spitting money on drinks. He doesn't drink. <laughs> All right. I want to meet that person in real life. And they need to be my best friend. Then I can buy you drinks. Yeah, I can buy, buy drinks, him drinks. Slide him over to mine. you. That's great. Hang on. All right. So we're... Okay. Time out. Um, here's how I want to do this. I don't want to do all these rolls on air. Give everybody roll one dice right now. Four-sided? What kind? Uh, <laughs> 20-sided dice. Okay. Everybody give me a single 20 roll, another fucking two. Who got the highest number? Nine. 17. 15. 16. 
<clears throat> Eight. So, Zagre, you are round one. So okay. you will pr- use the little document, and you will secure your first item. Well, okay. we can't add our initiative? Okay. <laughs> uh, no. Can I add stealth? <laughs> yep. How about bluff? <laughs> All right, so everybody but Zagre, say another d20 roll. We'll just go with the highest dice uh, and five times. Really? 14. 14. 9. 17. 8. 18. So Fane's hey. next. Uh, Zagre, you'll be out. Fane, you're out. You three? The three who haven't succeeded. I rolled another nine. Fantastic. One. Oh, I guess I'm going next. <laughs> you just got to be faster than everyone else. Yeah, <laughs> two. So, Sebastian. Yeah. All, All right. right. Uh, All right, Ark. All right, you two. Roll off. Who can roll a one and who can roll a two? Six. Three. <laughs> wow. Clearly, right, tonight is going to go very and well And then, Ark. And you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, we'll just go in reverse order when we go back down. That's how we do it in poker a lot of times. Go from low to high and then high to low. Or whatever. All right, so it's Zugre, Fane, Sebastian, Kitnik, Ark, then Ark again. And every time, let me uh, just kind of look at the numbers a little bit, and we'll figure this out. All right, so Zugre, you are first. Holy crap. (laughs) That's always a good sign. Right. Okay, so... I need a place to take notes so that we can just kind of... I just kind of want to do this in story mode as much as possible rather than dice rolls and stuff. Okay. So. All right, second round is Fane. Sebastian, what's your last name again? Serban. Serban, that's right. It doesn't come up much. I was going to say, I didn't <laughs> think it... And it's not on the website either. It's been brought up on air like a couple of times, but way back at yeah. the beginning. Because I remember Sebastian Theodorus... Theodosif Serban. Yeah, Serban. Is it S-E-R-B-A-N-N? Uh, one N, but yeah. S-E-R-B-A-N. You're Serban. Serbian. Uh, yeah, it doesn't come up much. All right, Fane, what is the item that you're going to be buying? I'm just going to get stuff for crafting. So you're going to so, be at a magic goods vendor? Yeah, and leather work. I want to get pristine leather for the next item I'm making. and So probably leather more than anything. Leather I've got worker? Leather, yeah. Pristine leather belt. Fane, what's your last name? I don't have a last name. <laughs> it is just Fane. Okay, that's fair. All right, so... Sebastian... Yes. Let's see. You're in round three. Mm-hmm. I should have went to Taco Bell. I've been <laughs> later, but so uh, one of the one of the discords I'm on, somebody was talking, and they said that uh, in Spanish, alta means high, and baja means low. So apparently, a baja blast from Taco Bell is a lower blast. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! Oh. Uh, wow. I keep saying Taco Bell needs to like. Taco Bell's support a lower blast. Yeah. They, they really need to, to, to like support us, fund us, something. I see, I see, you get us. all sorts of fun, though, with like names in the U.S. that actually mean something else. Like the Grand Tetons Mountains. You know what Tetons means? <laughs> Ta-ta! You got it. Or the Chevy Nova. I was going to say the Chevy yeah. doesn't go. They, they couldn't figure out why the Chevy Nova wasn't selling in wasn't Spanish. Wasn't there an legend companies? that actually didn't mean that? I don't know. No, no, Nova no. means no-go. Yeah, the right. Chevy no-go. So they were like, why isn't it selling in these Spanish-speaking countries? They're like... Because you literally have a car that says it won't go anywhere. The Chevy broken. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a Ford. It, oh. Shots oh. fired. Oh. I have a Toyota. I don't know. Mine's foreign. 
I have a Pontiac. They don't make them anymore. <laughs> I have a Honda. It's the most American built car there is. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly enough, you're not wrong. I know. <laughs> I ride a camel to work. <laughs> and Ark is in round five. This is great radio. That's why we're doing it now. Adam has a Subaru, which apparently means he's a lesbian. You're asking me for... <laughs> no, I'm just looking at this. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, actually, they did explicitly direct their marketing in that direction. Yeah. It's, it's not even a joke. They actually did. <laughs> yeah, they, they had, like, a huge research study that found that for some reason their ads just, like... At, well, they, they found really that they... Yeah, that like, like, they were already largely selling to that market, and they went, you know what? We're going to embrace it. Fuck <laughs> it. Let's just do it. If you can make Lean money, why not? It. Yeah. My highest stealth check, I think, was a four. four <laughs> so <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> but I do have an idea. Good, so. good. Well, I think we've been doing that. I have a cunning plan. I didn't say it was cunning or so, a plan. So cunning, good. you could put a tail on it yeah. and call it a fox. <laughs> We're good. It's just an idea. Uh, I was uh, playing Civ Five against my friend the other day, and he is like. He's been playing Civ Five since it came out to the is point. It, is Five the most recent one? No, Six, six is the most six, recent. Okay, okay. He's gotten to the point where he can beat all the AIs on the biggest map on the hardest level, no problem. So me playing him is just like I, it's not. I'm not going to win. So I was telling him, I was like, I've got an idea. I think it's going to work. He beat me by like round 112 or something. I mean, like in 30 minutes in, he had me just totally fucking destroyed. And I was like, well, I guess I said I had a plan. Wasn't a good plan. You but know, it was a plan. It was a plan. Were we all like closely set together, or were we? No, I mean, there were like five AIs, and he just wrecked us. Like, the way he plays is just... It, I don't know if it's unique or if it's just a good strategy. It must just be a really good strategy, but... He was able to, like... He kept one city almost the entire time and had them do nothing but produce wonders. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. so, by, yeah. like... Yeah, the wonder rush. Yeah, by, like, turn 80, he was able to pump out five or six cities with a whole bunch of uh, diplomacy... Or not, the diplomacy, culture. cultures, yeah. to be able to get a bunch of settlers out. And then he had five cities with all the wonders, and he was able to just culture beat everybody. Yeah. He was yeah, the insane. wonder rush. Yeah. I've actually been playing more of the new Battletech game than I really am comfortable admitting. Uh, that was fun. It's really good. I right. really, really enjoyed it. Is Battletech it. made by FromSoft? No, it's Hairbrained. Uh, it's being published by Paradox, and the developer is Hairbrained Schemes, the same guys that did the Shadowrun games. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Those were fun as hell. Yeah, and it's really, really good. Um, hey, Wes. I've really Since been enjoying it. My stuff doesn't it. add up to 500. Can I add one more thing? Yeah, uh, calling it XCOM meets a, a mercenary business ring. simulator is not poison. entirely inaccurate. <laughs> A little ring with trying it. to think it from soft poison in it. does okay. uh, cool because Tortuga like robot something. game that sounds like that. <laughs> well, no, there is a company, a separate company that does Mech Warrior online. He's already yeah, got a hat. He's Warrior. already got armor. But it's, it's, so it's along those lines, like it's a Mech it's something, something or other. Yeah. I can't think of what it's called. Though. I think I'm ready. You ready right. for this? Woo-hoo. We'll see how this goes, bow, bow, and if it doesn't, bow, bow, I'll wing it. It'll be fine. <laughs> so Ark will walk over, grab the bright wood. Ark will. Um, who is next? You were supposed to hand the scroll off <laughs> to himself. To you. No, I was, I was going to say, I yeah. think I was the last person. Yeah. So that's the reason I wasn't too worried about eating it because everyone had already gone. So I didn't mm-hmm. think we were going to do two rounds. But hey, oh, that's fine. Sorry, it's I'm done now. I didn't realize that. <laughs> this I, is great. Yeah, I, I missed that. I apologize. <laughs> nope. Well, let's take that back. Uh, have a nice day.